Howdy, y'all. Welcome to Components. I'm Ren, product marketer at Hereto and your podcast MC. I'm Patrick, CEO here at Hereto. And I'm Jared, lead solutions consultant. Thanks for joining us on our weekly conversation about componentized and structured content. Hope you enjoy this 15 or so minutes of fun talking about everything from data to innovations in AI. All right, let's get into it. Life science is looking at particularly heavily regulated repetitive content is using natural language generation to create a lot of the content. So we did these a different form of proposal a few years ago, and we don't do this anymore because we've we've moved to partners for most of this. But for a few years, we were doing a certain type of implementation. And when we went into what at the time was easy data is now Hereto. And we were putting together the, the pieces, which were going to be like explanations of like information architecture and like training implementation and like all these types of things. And prior to that, we had been doing our reports, I want to say in Google Docs or, or not our reports, our proposals in Google Docs. And every proposal was a copy and like we just do whatever, right? It was just like it grew organically over time. But when we put it into Hereto, we all sat down and we were like, okay. And we like worked on, I remember specifically working on the information architecture piece, um, which for the record is a thing that like we don't do anymore um, and we probably shouldn't do, but we spent a lot of time out of the time, like, like, okay, is this right? And we got to something which was vastly better than what we had been putting in proposals before. And it was kind of this like weird moment where I was like, why didn't we do this earlier? Like, what had we been putting out? Absolutely. And it's, you know, the classic case of the cobbler's children having no shoes. That used to happen with my website before I had a team of people hired to take care of the website. I had such, my website was so outdated because we were busy working on everybody else's websites. You get to a point, and I'm sure you did as well in the development of your company where it's like, oh, you know, I think we need to grow up a little here and, you know. So we went from like a static help site, which was not very good, to a dynamic help site like a year and a half ago or whatever, whenever it was we launched that product. Uh, well, launched as a, I'm using that liberally there, when it was a beta. And then like, I think the end of Q1 this year, we were like, we got to do better. Like we're producing these awesome help sites for our customers. And our help site is like, it's okay. <laughs> so we're launching a new one uh, I mean, momentarily here. I don't know. It's going to be next couple of weeks or something, but it's so much nicer. And we actually like went through the process. Like we had our implementation team treat it like a project and, you know, we spent the money on it and it's going to be great, but totally the same thing. You know, it's just you, the thing you're great at is oftentimes the thing that you spend the least amount of time thinking about. Um, so you have to like stop and be like, nope, not acceptable. Got to go back and do that. And that's part of why I hired someone to come in from the outside because he also kept our schedule, <laughs> you know, like, you know, you said you were going to review this and give it to me on this date, you know? Oh yeah. Okay. Because if it was internal, the latest squirrel to run by would take my attention. So it, it was also the discipline, the discipline. The one thing I want to loop back and mention here is like, you know, Hereto is obviously like, I think it's a great platform. You seem to too, but it's not Hereto that's really, you know, giving you the benefit of this, it's, it's the philosophy and the structured content. Like, I think it's important that we say that. There's other ways to get there. There's other platforms to do this with. And I think that like, as people who listen to this, obviously Hereto is a really viable option, but you should really be thinking about like structure, right? And then even more deeply, I think the thing that we're fundamentally saying is that you should be thinking about the content as 
its units as what it is and how it can be used and leveraged as opposed to just documents? Yes. So a lot of the work that we do with customers when we're working on their information architecture and their models and all this, it's completely tool agnostic. It really doesn't matter what tool you're going to use. And there's different reasons to pick different tools, but the content is the content. And the other thing that I think is really important is you don't pick the tool first and then think about your content. You have to think about your content, figure out what you want to do with your content, and then look for the tool that's the best match for the content and your needs and your situation. And, you know, for us, given that we work with all the vendors, we picked Hereto as the right tool for us. It was, you know, Hereto is the right, it's hard for me to put it, you know, the interface, the ease of use of the interface, not everybody on my team, as, as we just said, not everybody knows Dita. You don't have to know Dita to use Hereto. It was very important. And then for my people who are the experts, they can go and tweak things to their heart's content. It, it's the right size for us. It has the right feature set. It's not overwhelming in the bazillion things you can do that we don't need to do, but it has everything that we need and more so we can still grow into it. Well, it's absolutely right. And I'm, I'm very glad you said that because what ends up happening is they haven't thought about their content. They haven't thought it through. They don't really understand. And then they turn around and blame the tool for it. It's not the tool's fault that you didn't plan. It's not the tool's fault that, you know, you don't know what you're doing. The tool works fine. It's you, <laughs> you know? So I agree. I agree. And I think maybe because I've been doing this for 28 years, I've become a, a, a little more direct in my approach <laughs> to, to these topics. Um, you know, it's, it's foolhardy to go out and buy the next new bright, shining object, or even worse, we decided to get this tool because the wife of the CEO's best friend is the director of marketing for it. I kid you not, that has happened. And I'm like, really? How's it going for you? You know, it's like, and your content, you know, oh, well, they're all the same. No, they're not all the same. And you know what? You're going to fail with all of them if you don't think about the content first anyway. Right. In that way, they are all the same. In that one way, every structured content system is the same in that if you think that you'll be successful with a structured content system without content strategy, you are 100% of the time incorrect. Well, I want to... So, I do have a limited amount of a limited limited amount of time today, which I hate to say because I think we could do this for the rest of the day. But I really want to talk to you about I want to, before we we get going. I want to talk to you about like where you see the life sciences industry going. Like, what's the deal there? Like, is structured content? You know, I mean, I know, I know you specialize in pharma, but you you kind of you're kind of out in life sciences in general too, aren't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we've been doing um, medical device and other non pharma life sciences. Like, uh, we've worked with. Um, some of the very big websites that have, you know, when 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 you have, you know, a little bump on your hand and you go out to the web and you go to these big websites that have all the medical information. So we've worked with companies that do that. We've worked with lots of med device companies over time. Um, it's recently that we're starting to work with quite a number of uh, pharma companies because 
uh, it's their turn. <laughs> it's their turn. Uh, they are the most risk-averse vertical I've ever worked with, which is good. We want them to be risk-averse. Yeah, almost paralysis, though. Almost to paralysis. Um, but structured content is it the same benefits uh, are there for life sciences as are there for any other vertical. But it's those benefits are even more enhanced just because of the strict regulatory requirements that's put on the content that they deliver. Um, it's highly regulated content and the tracking of that content as it goes from cycle to cycle, the, the reuse opportunities are enormous, enormous. This whole copy paste and tweak that they're using is a disaster. And when you have a disaster in a highly regulated industry, if you come under inspection or audit by the regulators, you are in very deep trouble, very deep trouble. So your audit trails need to be there. You know, you need to know who did what to what, when, exactly what did they do? You know, what happened next? What happened before? I mean, there's so many good reasons from components to reuse to saying, you know, writing it once and once it goes through regulatory, don't touch it again, people. Leave it alone. You know, it's, it's approved. Um, uh, MedDevice is, is far ahead. And I think that pharma is, you know, the last big frontier, if you will, uh, in life sciences. But they're coming around and they know they need to do it. And um, they're all, it's almost like they're all standing there waiting for someone else to be first. And now, you know, it, it's true. It's like, well, you know, you go first. No, you go first. But now we're working with so many of them that the successes are starting to happen. So um, uh, it's an exciting time, um, but you have to be super patient. <laughs> it takes a long time to get them to, to move, but they're starting to see the benefits of structure, um, which are plentiful for them. Absolutely. One of the biggest things that Life science is looking at particularly heavily regulated repetitive content is using natural language generation to create a lot of the content. They're going that way. A lot of what they produce are results of studies. It's very tabular. Um, there's no reason that it can't be written by an AI system. And uh, I recently saw a demo of an AI system in the life science space, and it was amazing. It has to be structured for AI to work properly. You know, you, you just, one follows the other. So um, it's, it's definitely going that way. Every pharma company that I talked to 